Shas Illuminated presents the following shear by Rabbi Avraham Shor. Mesechas Sukkah has been dedicated by Mr. and Mrs. Noach Stengel, Le'ili Nishmas Menachem Meir ben Naftali, and Esther Bas David. Sukkah Daf Chof. The Gemara had already asked on the Mishnah Daf Yotesim Bez. It starts out saying, Machzelis Kanim Gedoyla. That if you have a large mat made out of konim, if you made it specifically for the purposes of shechiva, then it's mekabel because the fact that you made it for shechiva means that it's a kli. Since it's mekabel tumah, you can't be mesachich However, then it says, The stira is that in the beginning it's mashma that the only time that it's possible for schach, the only time that it's mekabal tumah is if you specifically made it for shechiva. Let's say the person didn't make it, make it specifically for shechiva, he made it for no purpose in mind, which is called stama, then it would be kosher. It's only that when you made it specifically for shechiva, then it's possible. However, then it says that if you made it specifically for sichach, then mesachimba, which is mashma that stama, you're not allowed to be mesachimba. The Gemara's first way of resolving this theory is to say that the beginning of the Mishnah is talking about a machzeles gedoyla. Machzeles gedoyla, generally speaking, is made for the persons of sichach. And therefore, there you need to make it specifically for shechiva in order to passel it and make it mekabal Because the default is that it's made l'sichach. And when it says l'sichach, mesachach himba, ve'enem kabbalas it's referring to a machzeles ketana. Machzelos ketana generally is made for shechiva. So therefore it's only if the person had a specific machshava that it should be for sichuch that it's kosher. Now lamaskana, this din is true according to the Tanakhama. That when it's ketana, you have to make it specifically for sichuch. Otherwise we say stoma is l'shechiva. And by a gedoyla, stoma is l'shechiva. And if you have a specific machshava l'shechiva, then it's possible. However, in terms of the reading of the Mishnah, the Gemara has to change the way that we just read it because the Gemara has a problem with Rebbe Lezer, who is the next sheet in the Mishnah. Rebbe Lezer says, Achas ketana v'achas gedoyla asan l'shchiva mekabelis tumah ve'ein mesachimba l'sichach mesachimba ve'ein mekabelis tumah. You cannot say those words if you're talking about achas gedoyla v'achas ketana because then it's going to be an outright steer. How can you say both Asan l'shchiva mekabelis tumah ve'ein mesachimba and l'sichach mesachimba ve'ein mekabelis tumah? What's going to be the din with stomach? So Rava came along and said that everybody agrees to the premise that gedoyla is stoma made for sichuch, and the whole machlik is Rebelezer, and the Rabbanon is, what about ketana? According to the Tanakama, stoma of a ketana is l'shchiva, and Rebelezer argues and says stam ketana is also l'sichuch. And so the way to read the Tanakama, according to him, is that machzeles gedoyla asor l'shchiva, if you make it l'shchiva specifically, then it's mekabelis tumah ve'e mesachim And the continuation of the Mishnah, it says l'sichuch mesachim it means to say that if you do it stoma, then we say it's l'sichuch and you could be m'sachichim It comes longer belezer to say that that which you just said about a gedoyle is true about a ketana as well. That a ketana is stoma l'sichuch. So in terms of din, lefi the Tanakama, Rava is in agreement with the way the Gemara was learning the Tanakama before. The question is, what were the words that the Tanakama said? According to the Gemara before, the Tanakama addressed both a machzelis gedoyla, in the ratio of his words, and also a machzelis ketana. And according to Rava, the Tanakhama was only talking about a gedoyla, and the din that the Tanakhama expressed was that a gedoyla is made stoma l'sichach unless you have a intention to do it l'shchiva. 
And the din of Kitana, he didn't discuss it all, but the, the halacha is going to be the same, as we said before, that a Kitana is stama l'shchiva. Rav Papa also reads the Tanakhama the same way that Rava reads it. The machlech between Rav Papa and Rava is how to understand Rav Lezer. According to Rava, Rav Lezer came along and said that uh, Akula, that Achaz Gdil Vachaz Kitana, whether it was big or small, its stama is l'sichoch, and Rav Papa learns the opposite, that whether it was big or whether it was Small stama is l'shchiva. The reason why Rapapa argues on Rava is because, according to Rava, when Rav Lezer is mechadish, achas ketana ba'achas gedoyla, that they both have the same din. His kavana is that you said halacha about gedoyla, and I believe that even ketana has the same din as gedoyla. The problem with that is. That, that doesn't fit into the lotion of Achaz Ketana of Achaz Gedoyla. The, the words Achaz Ketana of Achaz Gedoyla sound like that he's coming to say that Gedoyla has the same din as Ketana. Whether it's Ketana like you said, or it's even if it's Gedoyla, they all have the same din. So that's why Rapapa learns that Rebbe is coming to be Machmir. And he's saying that din that you said by Ketana, that Stama is Lushchiva, I believe to be true even by Gedoyla. And that's the maskon of the sugya. It comes out that the sheet of the Chachamim is that if you have machzelus kan gedoyla, stoma is lesichoch, unless you specifically make it for shchiva. And according to Belezer, whether it's ketana, whether it's gedoyla, stoma is l'shchiva, unless you make it specifically for sichoch. Now, in terms of how to understand this din of stoma, both the stoma of the Tanakama by a machzelus kan gedoyla, which we say stoma is l'sichoch, and Machzel's Kanem Ketana, according to the Tanakama, which you say Stama is Lashchiva, and the Din of Stama Lashchiva, according to Belezer, by both. The question is as follows Is it the Pshat that when we say Stama, we mean that we assume that this was the person's Das? When a person makes Machzelis, uh, and we don't have any idea as far as what the person had in mind. We say that Mistama, the das of the person, was to make it lesichach because Machzelis kanim gedoyla. The general kavana of most people is to make it for sichach. Because if the person's here in front of us and he tells us what he made it for, then he's neman eidechad neman bi the whole klau of stama l'sichach according to this tzad is when we don't know. The person is not around to tell us what his kavana was. We have no special idea what he meant. And therefore we say stama is l'sichach because that's what most people do. However, there's another way that we can understand the whole concept of stama l'sichach or stama l'shchiva. And that is that it's a din mitzad atzmoy. Which means that when a person makes a machzeles ketana, since everybody does this, for the purposes of Shiva, even if the person has no machshava, we say that there's a shame kli on it without his machshava. And if he makes machzeles gedoyla, there is no shame kli unless the person is miyachedit. Because then anybody could be miyached, you could be miyached kalim for specific purposes. Kola kalim, yardl deitom of machshava. And according to this side, if the person had no machshava whatsoever, it doesn't make a difference. Because stama l'shchiva means that that is what this thing, mitzad atzmoy, is designated for. And it's not because we believe that on some subconscious level the person had a machshava l'shchiva. Rather, even if we have clear idea that the person was thinking nothing at the time, it still would be a kli. It still would be considered a mat for shchiva because stama l'shchiva means that that is what the definition and the identity of this kli is. 
In the Sefer Birk Savram, he declares this Chakira, and this is the nafkamina that he gives. He says that if a person had no machshava or even a shoyte, somebody who has no das, so we know that it cannot create a kli through his machshava, according to the second side, it still would be considered a kli, le'enyin shchiva, because... Stama means that is what this thing is made for, even without the person's machshava. Now he brings a raya from Toisvis and Afyu Testament Beis, the Bramaschel Omar, like the second side and not like the first side. Because Toisvis is explaining, according to Rava, who says, Everybody agrees by Machzeles Gedoyla that it's Stama Lesichoch. And when it says in the Mishnah, the words are going in the case of stama, and the way to read the Mishnah is Machzelas Kanim Gedoyla Asar If the person had a straight out Machshava for Shchiva, then it's Mekabelas Tuma Ve'Emesachgemba. But the words Lesichoch Mesachgemba mean, says Toisvis, that Ve'Im Anu Yecholim Loimer Ba Shehu Lesichoch. If it's possible for us to say that it was Lesichoch. And what's the case? The person didn't express anything. Then so he's explaining the case of that it's going on the case where the person didn't express anything. Not that means that if we have no idea what the person was thinking, then we say ourselves that he must have meant rather, means that when the person had no intention, we still say that it's now one can argue on his raya that when Toysfus says that we're talking about a case where he was loy parish, he didn't express himself, that doesn't mean that the person had no machshave. It could be like we mentioned atzad earlier, that the stamal l'sichuch means that even though the person didn't have a conscious machshave, but on a, con- a subconscious level, we believe that was really his das. However, the Bhagavad is understanding that what Toysfus means to say is that when the person had absolutely no machshava, he was loy parish because he wasn't thinking about it. Nevertheless, we say that you could be mesachach with it because the identity of something like a machzelis gedoyle is l'sichach, mitzad atzmoy. Similarly, he proves from the Lashon of the Rambam in Perakei Allah Chavav, the Rambam says, by a katana, stama l'shchiva l'fichach e mesachachim ba, that a katana is a stomach and therefore you cannot be misachach unless the person made it for sikhach. Gedoyla stomach lefichach, misachachim ba, ele imkain osa oisa lishchiva. And he says that according to the first side that we mentioned, then the Ramam should have said that it is considered lishchiva ele imkain noida sha osa lishchiva. If what we really mean is that stama l'shchiva means that the assumption we make by stama is that the person had das l'shchiva, then that's what the Ram should have said. The Ram should have said that it's stama l'shchiva, we assume the person made it for shchiva, unless we happen to have a idea that the person made it l'shchivah. Instead, the Ramam says that stama l'shchiva, l'shchivah, therefore you can't be misachich with it, unless he made it for shchivah. So you see from the Ramam as well that the way that he understands stama l'shchiva and stama l'sichach is that that is its din mitzat atzmoi, not that the stama, the mill says that that's what the person had in mind. Rather, the person's intentions can change it from its default position. But if he had no intention, then it is l'shchiva. The only thing that could change that if the person was asa oisa l'sichach. And that's the Lashin of the Magid Mishnah over there as well. He says, Vizet Pirushal Adas Rabbeinu, Dekula Braisa Bistama, says the Magid Mishnah, Shaloi Asa'a Beferish, Loi Lesichach, Veloi Lashchiva. He learns Stama doesn't mean that we don't have any idea, rather, Stama means that the person himself didn't have any Beferish Machshava.
And the Rambam in Huchas Kalim, Per Chafei Aloch Yud Gimel, says the same thing. Over there he says, Shara Machzalois, Imasol Shchiva Mekabelis Tumah. Other mats, if you made them for Shchiva, they're Mekabel Tumah. Imasol Sichuch Tahoira. Asa Stam, if you made them Stam, Imhoisig Doila Stamul Sichuch. Vaktana Stamul Shchiva. You see that we're talking about that the person himself made it Stam. Now the Gemara brings down Machlekes Reb Doisa and Chachamim Legabe Choitzlitz, which the Gemara explains is something that a roya, a shepherd, sometimes puts underneath his head. According to Reb Doisa, it only has regular tumah; it's metami tumas meis. The Chachamim hold that it even has tumas medris because it's something that you sometimes put underneath your head, and that means that it's being used for shchiva. And the Gemara explains that the Machzolis of Usha, everybody agrees that they have Tumas Medris because they're Meyuchid for Shechiva. The ones from Tveria, everybody agrees are Tahoyres, they don't have Tumas Medris because they're too hard and people don't lie on them. The only Machloikis is by other places. Mar Sova, Kivan de Leka de Yosef Alayuk Tveria Damian, which Rashi explains to mean that Roy Vnei Adam don't usually lie down on these Chotzleis, and therefore it's like the ones in Tveria, and they don't have a din of Tumas Medris. Umar Sova, Kivan de Mikri Vyasvi Alayhu, Kidusha Damian. Since it happens once in a while, it has a din of a Dover that's Miyuchid for Shriva. Now, when Rashi explains the two Tzadim, Reb Doisa and the Chachamim, he explains, Kivan de Leka de Yosef Alayhu, explaining Rav Doisa, says, Ein roiv b'nei adam regilom liyachtum l'kach. Since most people aren't miyachedah for that, therefore Rav Doisa holds that it has a din like those that are made in Tveria. When he explains the Chachamim, he says, De mikri v'yosef umiyachtum l'kach. Which means that there are some people that sometimes sit or put their head on top of these and therefore they're miyachedet for the purpose of shechiva. So that means that the roiv is definitely not miyached these things for shechiva. However, there is a miyat that's miyachedet for shechiva. And the question is that how could we paskin like the Rabbanan? Usually we're not chayish l'miyat. We find all over that it's only Reb Meir who is chayish l'miyuta, and we're never chayish for the miyat. We always go after the roiv. So why would we say that this has a din like the Rabbanan of Chotzlis that are made in Usha, meaning that it has a Thomas Medris, we shouldn't go after the Miut. The Teretz is based on the Yisoyed that we said. Because if the Pshat in our Sugya is that we're trying to determine what the person had in his mind, and we just don't have the idea, we're trying to use the Stama or Roiv to determine what was the person probably thinking at the time, then Einachanami, you wouldn't go after the Miut and say he probably was being Miyachirit. You would say you go after the Roiv. However, if you learn the other way that we explained, that our sugya is not about trying to figure out what the person was thinking at the time. We could be talking about a person who didn't have any thoughts whatsoever. And we could even be talking about a shoyte. The question is, how do we define this item? Is it an, an item that is meyuchid for shechiva? Or is it an item that's meyuchid not for shechiva? So the Chachamim say that although it's true that most people don't use it for shechiva and aren't meyuchid for that, Nevertheless, since in general we know that it does happen once in a while, we can objectively define this Kli as something that is L'Shchiva because it has an instance that it is used for Shchiva. When we are done the Kli objectively, is this Machzela something that has the capacity for Shchiva? Is it a something that functions in some sort of scenario as a bed, then we define it as a medris, as something that's miyuchah for shechiva, because it has built in it the ikah de mikri v'yosif. 
That's how the Birkis Avram explains our Gemara ex- based on the idea that he expressed earlier. The Rosh in our Sugya brings down the Taisus Rid. And he says as follows, Merchants sell machzelois, they sell mats. Those mats that the merchants sell, he says they're generally speaking not necessarily l'shchiva avidi. They're not made for the purpose of shchiva. People sometimes make other things out of them. He says we can't go after the asiya of the merchant because the uman, the person who made these machzelois, didn't really make it with his own specific intention in mind. He made it with the intention to sell it to whoever wants it. That person will use it for whatever he needs it. Therefore, he says, you don't. You go after Kinyasa. You go after the time that the person bought it, and he's the one who determines what its identity is. If a person bought it L'shchiva, it's Mechabelas and if he buys it for something else, like Sichos, then it's not Mechabelas Therefore, is Mechadash Lalacha that a person can go and buy a Machzeles Chadasha L'shem Sukkah and be Mesachich. Even though we say that a Machzeles, at least if it's Ketana, then we assume that it's L'shchiva. Since this person bought it for the purpose of Sichach, he's the one who determines what it is. And the Rush argues on the Rid. He says, this is not true. I don't think this is true because you go after the Minug of the Anshia Mokim. Why do you go after the Minug of the Mokim? So the Rush is mashma that the reason for this is not because he believes that you ought not to go after the Koine, after the person that bought it. It's just that there's a Maris Ayin issue. Because the Rush says, who knows? You may be right that it should go after the person who bought it. But the person who looks at it doesn't know that this person bought it and told the guy to make it for Sichuch. So people are going to end up in Mesach with it. So it's really Xerud Rabbanan. So that means that both of them are in agreement that the identity of the Kli is Nikva according to the person that buys it. And why is that? Because the Uman himself didn't have any Das. From their opinion, you see like the other Tzad that we mentioned before. Not like the Tzad that we proved from all of the Rishonim, the Toisfiz, from the Rambam, and from the Mashmos of the Sugya of Rav and the Chachamim. Because according to that shita, it has nothing to do with what the person is actually thinking. Once we say that a gedoyle is stamal l'sichuch, that means that objectively speaking, we consider this as something that's oymid l'sichuch, whether the person was thinking about that or not. And the same thing with a katana l'shchiva. We say that the identity of this thing is nikva according to the stamad milsa. And the stamad milsa is that a small one is made l'shchiva. Therefore, it shouldn't make a difference if the tagar, if the uman, doesn't have anything in mind when he makes it. Because it should have an automatic identity, mitzad atzmoy. So why is it nikva according to the person that buys it? Must be that they hold that it's not nikva mitzad atzmoy. The way that it works is that we assume that that is what the person had in mind. And therefore, since the uman had nothing in mind, he figured that whatever the person buys it for, that's what the person will be miyachet for. He wasn't miyachet himself. And therefore, we wait until the person who buys it is miyachet. So it now comes out that the original Hakira that the Berkes Avram cleared is a machloikes between the Rosh and the Taisus Rit on one side and the Rambam and Toysfis on the other side. 
Now, although we were medayik from the Lushan of the Rush, that in principle he agrees to the Taisus Rid, meaning that he holds that in terms of Hilchas Tumah and Taira, you should go after the Kaina, because the person who made it didn't have any Machshava, and therefore it's Nikva according to the person that bought it. Nevertheless, the Rush argues for a side reason. He says that people aren't going to realize that his original intention was L'Sichach, and therefore if the Minag for the people in this city is to use it for Shechiva, it doesn't help if he told the Uman to be misakin it for Sichach because people don't know there's a Maris Ayn issue. That's the way we explain the Rush. And the truth is, this is the way Rabbi Kivegar understands the Rush. But because of this, he asks Sakasha and the Ramah. The Ramah in Simen Tov Reish Chof Tes, Siv Vav, where the Mechaber Paskins the Halacha, that a Ketana is Stama L'Shechiva, and therefore you cannot be misakich with it unless you made it specifically L'Sichach, the Ramah has a comment. He says, what does it mean, Ele imkein asol l'sichuch, that you cannot be mesachach unless you made it l'sichuch? Mekna l'sichuch, says the Ramah, dehainu shiroi b'nei oisah ha'ir, oisin oisah l'sichuch. So the Ramah is telling us that you don't have to bedafka, have a machshava, a conscious machshava, to make it l'sichuch. If you're in a place where everybody makes it l'sichuch, then, of course, you could use it because then we say that it's stama is l'sichuch. Now that part makes a lot of sense. However, continues the Mechaber, and he says that if it's a gedoyla, then stama is a meres l'sichuch o You could be mesachach with a gedoyla, unless, says the Mechaber, unless you made it specifically with Shechiva. On that, the Ramah writes, which is mashma, that if you're in a place that the minig is to make it L'Sichuch, and you made it L'Shechiva, that would not puzzle it for Shechach. Because the Ramah is explaining that the only time that it's going to be puzzle when you made it L'Shechiva is if the minig is L'Shechiva. But if the minig of the place that you're in is to make it L'Sichuch, then it doesn't matter that the person made it L'Shechiva. So seemingly, the Ramah is paskering that you always go after the minik. Bein l'chumra, bein l'kula. And Reb Kivager asks on this, that I understand that the Rush, who seems to be the makar of what the Ramah is writing, that the Rush said that you go after the minik, but that was only a chumra. Like we explained, there's a maris ayin issue. So even if the person had a machshava, which would kasher it, like making it l'sichach, if the minik though is to make it l'shchiva, then his machshava doesn't help because people don't know that that's what he was thinking. However, to use it the other way, then a place where the minig is l'sichuch, and the person made it l'shchiva, to say that his machshava doesn't help, where does the Ramah get that from? The Rosh doesn't say that. The Rosh is only saying a special chumrah. So the Mishnah Brewer wants to say over there in Sifkat and Yudches that the Ramah never meant to say that if the minig was l'sichuch, then your machshava doesn't make it l'shchiva. He just means to say that when the Machaber says, you don't need that dafka, the person has a machshava l'shchiva, it's enough if the minig is to make it l'shchiva. But Reb Kveger is not happy with reading the Ramah that way, because it's definitely not the Mashmos. So that's why he asks, what's the Makar? The Rosh is only saying, a Chumrah. The domestic Eliezer on the Bir Agra wants to say that the Makar of the Ramah is not the Rosh. He got it from the case of the Machzela Shel Tveria, which he wants to say that the Mashmos of the Gemara, that says Machzela of Tveria, 
are tahoros the kuliyalma. The mashmos is even if the person went and did it lishchiva. However, one can argue that there it's much different because, as Rashi explains, Ein lecha adam There is nobody who uses this. It may be a miut the miut that would ever use this for shchiva, and therefore this but ladaita adam. That I can understand that then the person's machshava doesn't help because he's doing something that's so mufka from how people behave. However, if you're in a place where something is the basic minute, to say that the person can't go connect the minute with his machshava is a chiddush. Now concerning the Chiddush that we said, that when you have a Machzalus Ketana, since it's Stomer L'Shchiva, you cannot be Mesachich with it. The Pnei Yeshua asks, why don't we say that by a Ketana, the fact that right now you're using it L'Sichuch should help to give it a Din L'Sichuch. Because the whole reason why it's puzzle is because the assumption was that until this point it was miyuchid for shchiva. But once the person makes a decision to use it as schach, he obviously doesn't want it to be used l'shchiva, and that should be miyachid at l'sichuch, taking away its shem kli. Says the Pnei Yeshua, that still is not going to help. Because even though the person made a choice to use it now l'sichuch, nevertheless it's still mekabal tumah. Because he says, if you want to change a kli from being mekabal tumah into a non-kli and take away its did to be mekabal tumah, you have to do more than just placing it someplace to show your rotzen. You have to do a maise to the kli. And he proves this yesoid from Toysvis in Shabbos and Afnun Chesam at Aleph. Over there it's Mavur, the Gemara brings a brisa that says if you have a zug of an animal, so it's a kli and it's mekabal tumah, and you are a soy ledeles, you made it, part of a door. So you attached it to the door. Even though you attached it, you were on the door. Now something that's mechuber, lekarka is not mechabal tumah. So it's no longer a kli once you were mechaber it to the door. Nevertheless, it's tameh. All kalim become eligible to be mekabal tumah using machshava once the person makes his decision to use them for a certain thing. In order for them to leave their din kabbalas tumah, you have to do a shinui maise. So the Gemara itself tells you a klal that even though you took a kli and you fastened it and made it part of a house, it still will not lose its din kabbalas tumah. Toysvis over there asks, but there's a Gemara in Menachas that seems to imply the opposite. There, the Gemara says, says a sadin, a sheet, that you took it and made it into a curtain, you hung it, tar mina medris. So you see from that Gemara that just being keveya it as a curtain changes its identity and causes it to lose its din kabbalas of medris. It's no longer metami tumas medris because it's no longer meyuchet lishchiva. Toysfis over there says lav mishum is greater tar. That Gemara menachas is not doesn't become tar. It doesn't lose its din tumas medris just because of kviyas alone. As you see in the Gemara that we just quoted when you mechaber a zug to a delas it doesn't lose its din, Kabbalah's Tumah. Fastening something somewhere does not make it lose that din. So how do we understand the V-line that you made out of Asadin? Why then does it become Tarmina Medris? says, It's talking about where you did some sort of Shinoi Maise. So therefore the Pnei Yeshua says that who had done over here, even though you took something that was miyuched l'shchiva, you put it on top of your sukkah, so you clearly are trying to change its identity and you want it to be used as a dover hamesachech, not a uh, something that you lie down on. Nevertheless, it doesn't help. You would have to do a shinoi maise to the thing itself. 
However, this Toysfus is not Muskam Lakol. Not everybody agrees to the Yisoy that it says in Toysfus. Toysfus is obviously assuming that the only way to answer the stira between the Gemara Menachas by the Sad and Shasoy Viloin, the sheet that you turned into a curtain, and the Gemara in Shabbos about the bell that you fastened to a door, the only way to be miyash of the steer is to say that the case of Sadan Shasoy Vilun is talking about where you did Ashinu Maisa. However, if you take a look at the Svasemis over there in the Sugya, Svasemis says that there's a very simple chilik that you could make between the two Gemaras. The Gemara in Shabbos is talking about becoming Tomei regular Tumah, like Tumas Mace and the like. Now, in order to lose the Kabbalah's Tumah of regular Tumah, we have the Klal that the Gemara mentions over there, that through but to leave the Din of Kabbalah's Tumah, you need to do a Shini Maisa. Because otherwise, it retains its Din Kabbalah's Tumah that it had until now. However, Tumas Medris, says the Sfasemis, is different. The case of the Sad and Shasoy Vilain is discussing losing its din, Tumas Medris. Tumas Medris, we have a rule called Amoid Venase Melachtenu, which means, at least according to some Rishonim, that by Tumas Medris, the thing has to be Miyuchid for Medris. And as soon as a person says Amoid Venase Melachtenu, the person decides that he's going to be Miyachid the Medris for some other purpose, it loses its din Kabbalah's Tumah. Masha'en came by Tmei Meis, we do not say Amoid If a person makes a decision to use a Kli for some other purpose, it does not lose its Kabbalah's Tumah until you do a Maisa. The Oymik behind this is very simple. The Din Kabbalah's Tumah of Tmei Meis is different than the Din Kabbalah's Tumah of Medris. The reason why a Kli is Mekabal Tumah is because of its own identity. The Torah says that something that the mace touches, if that thing is a Kli, it has the capacity to be Mekabal Tumah. As long as it fits the requirements of a Kli, it has a base kibble, it's constructed from the right materials. The Torah says that there's a din that a Kli has. A Kli is Mekabal Tumah. On the other hand, a Medris, something that's Meyuchet for Shechiva, the reason why it becomes Tameh, is not because of its own din, but rather because it is miyuchid for the shechiva of the zav, or of the nida, whoever is being metamiyed, the medris. The medris, in fact, is not mikabel toma from the zav. The medris is tame because it is the medris hazav. It is considered bottle and tuffel to the zav. The riot to this is very simple. A regular kli that a tmei mace touches. The tmei mace is an avatuma. The kli becomes a rishnu tuma because since the kli is capable of being mekabel the tuma from the tmei mace, the tmei mace transfers his tuma over to the kli, and when you transfer tuma, it goes down one darga. However, if a zav sits on a bed or on a chair, anything that's miyuchid for shchiva or for being a medris, then it stays an avatuma. Why does it stay in Avatum? It should go down one level. The Teretz is because the reason why it's tummy is because it's bottled to the Zav. Therefore, what the Sfasemis is saying makes a lot of sense. Because the moment somebody decided to be miyachid for a different purpose, not for Shriva, like a Sadin that you turned into a curtain, so you cannot say that it's bottled to the Zav anymore. So the whole Seba why it was supposed to be tummy was because of its Tfelus, it was bottled to the Zav. No, it's no longer bottled to the Zav. Masha'en Kain, a regular Kli, that's Mikabal Tumah from its Maymeis, it wasn't Tumbi because it was bottled to the Tmei Maze. It was Tumbi because of its own Siba. It had the right to be Mekabal Tumah. Once it was Mekabal Tumah, in order to make it lose its capacity to be Mekabal Tumah, you have to do a Shinri Maiset to change the identity of the Kli itself. So by Medris, what you're looking to do is change its Yichud. What you're trying to do is change the fact that it's bottled to the Zav. So all you have to do is tie it as a curtain. Masha'en came by a regular Kli, by regular Kabbalah's Tumah, what you're changing is not its Yichud, but rather you're changing its Din Kli. 
On that we have the rule that but in order for it to be oila from tumma, in order to leave its din kabbalah's tumma, you have to do a shinimaisa in order to change it from being a kli. Because you're trying to change something that's inherent to the kli. You're not trying to change how it relates to something else, you're trying to change the kli. To change the kli, you need to do a maisa. So back to our sugim, the Pnei Yeshua gave a very good teretz, lefi the shita of toisfis. Because Toisfis over there in Shabbos holds that there's no difference between regular Kabbalah's Tumah and Tumas Medris. Toisfis holds that the same level of Maisa would be required to change something from being Tumah Tumas Medris. And therefore, Legabe Machtzeles, Toisfis would say the same thing like the Pnei Yeshua says over here. Toisfis would say that putting it on top of the Sukkah would not cause it to lose its Din Shriva. But according to the way this Fasemis learns, and it could very well be from the Mashmos of the Lushen of the Rash and the Rosh in the Mishnah and Caleb that Tais is discussing over there, it is Mashma that they may agree to the Yisoyed of this Fasemis on some level. So we're back to the original question according to them. Why is it that it wouldn't be enough to take something that was miyuchad l'shchiva, put it on top of your sukkah, you just did a maisa, like hanging a sadin as a v'loin. And we just said hanging a sadin as a v'loin would be metired from Tumas Medris. However, we can answer the Pnei Yeshua's kasha in a very simple way. We could say that it may be true that if you take a sadin and you hang it as a curtain, that loses its din, Tumas Medris. But that may be because the assumption is when a person hangs something as a v'loin, he plans on leaving it there for good. Masha'en came by a sukkah, there's no indication that the person plans on leaving it on top of his sukkah forever because the sukkah only has to be there for seven days for the Yom Tov of Sukkot. So that may not be enough in order for it to lose its din medras. However, the Pnei Yeshua himself gives another teretz and he says that it would make no difference even if you were to say that in Hilchah's Tumah, it lost its din Tumah. By hanging it on top of the sukkah, you've now created something, you changed it from being uh, medris into being a sichuch. And therefore, it is no longer miyuchad it no longer has Tumas medris. Nevertheless, he says that we learned to Befer Shigemara that it doesn't make a difference. Adaf Tezayin of an Aleph, the Gemara says, the Matlani Yashayim Behem Shalosh Al Shalosh, the Lechazin Loilanim Loila Shirim, our puzzle, even though now they're not Makabal Tumah, we say that it's called, that it's puzzle. And as Rashi explains over there, even though Hashta Loi Makabli Tumah, since it came from Makli, the Rabbana were Geyser. So the Gemara says over there, that's the reason why, even though it's lacking a shear, Machzalis Shel Shiva Shel Gemi, Shiarev, Bisha it's Emesachem Behen. So therefore, it says Pnei Yeshua, it would make no difference. Even if we were to say that by putting it on top of your sukkah, it now lost its din to be Mekabal Tumah, it's too late. Because once it already had a din of a medris, you cannot be Mesach with it, even when you're Meyachet it, for a new purpose. However, this terence is also debatable, because by Shivrei Kalim, we understand that there's a makam to make Ixayra. There's two ways to learn. Rashi learns over there that the reason why we make Ixayra is because like we mentioned earlier, since it came from a Kli, therefore the Rabbana were Geyser. And what that means is that people don't realize that now it's not a Kli. It came from a Kli. People don't differentiate. They'll think you're allowed to be Mesachich with Kalim, because if you could use Beloy Kalim, you could also use Kalim. But if you take a machzeles, even if it's a machzeles katana, and it was miyuchad l'shchiva, but then you go and put it onto your sukkah, so every single instance in which a person will do such an act, he's automatically being miyachirit for sichuch. So what makam is there to make ikzeira? So you could say that still there's a makam to say that since once upon a time it had a din of a kli, people will say that something that used to be a kli you could use, you could also use something that today is a kli. So according to Rashi, it's not so terrible. However, according to the Rambam, the Rambam learns that the reason why we're geyser by Beloy Kalim is because we're worried that maybe 
a person will end up being mesachech with a kli that wasn't fully broken. If you allow him to use shivrei kalim, something that now doesn't have a shear, maybe he'll come to use a kli that is broken, but it still has the shear that allows it to retain its tumah. Now, that type of xeri you definitely don't have over here, because there's no instance in which a person is going to run into a problem if we say that he's taking a machzelas, because like we said, the moment that he puts it on top of the sukkah, it becomes miyuchid l'sichuch. Unless you say that there is a loy plug, that the Rabbana made a sweeping zera, that anything that once upon a time had a din tumah, then it no longer is eligible to be used for schach because of the problem of beloy kalim. The Gemara brings down a brisa. Tana Rabbana machzeles shel shifa v'shel gemi g'doy lo katana e now there's a very interesting Mardechai in Simon Tovshin Lamedches. He says B'Shem, Reb Lezim admits the Bala Yireim that the reason why Shal Shiva Shal Gemi you're allowed to be Mesachich is because it's only Mikabel Tuma Midrabona. That is the way the Trumas Adesh and Simon Tzadik. Uh, understands the words of the the Lezer Mitz, and that's also the way the Bach in Simitov Reish Chavtes explains him as well. And that's definitely not like the Divrei Toisvis. And if you base my base, Divrei Masra Bechitzim Zecharim, Toisvis over there makes it clear that something that's Mekabel Tumah Midrabonan cannot be used as Schach. But the way that they're understanding the Mardchai, the Lazar Mitzvah Shita, is that you're allowed to be Mesachich with something that's Mikabal Tumma only Mirabonah. However, the Avinazer says that this is a Pella. How could you learn that the Mardchai actually means that you're allowed to be Mesachich with Machzela, Shalshiv Shal Gemi, because it's only Mikabal Tumma Mirabonah? If that's true, then why by Iktana are you not allowed to be Mesachich with it? The only reason why you can't be Mesachich with Iktana is because it's Mikabal Tumma. So if you can tell me that when it's Mikabal Tumma Mirabonah, then it's still fit to be Schach, then we can't explain the Seifa. al he says that there's a Toy Seifrim. And the Rebbe Mitz never meant to say that something is Mekabal Toma Mirli Midrabonon, that it's Roy Freschach like the Bach, and Tremis Deshen understood him. Rather, he's in agreement that when something is Mekabal Toma Om Midrabonon, then you cannot be Mesachich with it. And when he said the words Rach Midrabonon, he meant to say that by the Ketana, even though it's only Mekabal Toma Midrabonon, you still cannot be Mesachich with it. The Gemara brings down the Machloikes between Reb Doisa and Chachamim concerning Chaitzlois whether they're metame, tomas, meis, or even medris. And the Gemara in Ahmed Beis asked the question that how could it be that Abdois is of the opinion that Chaitzlitz are metame at all? The Brisa says, V'chein hoyer Abdoisa oimer kidvarov, that Abdoisa agreed to Rabbi Shmob Rabbi who said, Mishum aviv achazu v'achazu mesachachim bo. The Gemara resolves the stira by saying, Loikasha hadi islay gedanfa, hadi leslay gedanfa. A gedanfa is like a small rim that makes it that it has like a base kibble. It's capable of being mikabel things and therefore has a din of a kli. But less like gedanfa, it's not even a kli and therefore you can be mesachich with it. There's a shchuvis radvaz, a chelik dalit, simen tzadik zayin, in ois kuf samach ches. He was asked about when somebody made a machzelah shalkanim and it was made l'sichuch. And then afterwards they added a rim like our gedanfa. They made a doifen. So the question that was asked was could you be mesachich with it or not? You see in our Gemara that you can't be Mesachah with something that has a Gedanfa, that has a Kli. And the Radvaz answered by saying that it's different. He says, since you made it originally the Sichuch, it was Yotzavitaris Kli, and Lama Lo Yisachich, why shouldn't you be allowed to be Mesachah with it? Ad Kan Omru, he says, that which it says in our Gemara, that when it has a Gedanfa, you cannot be Mesachah with it, is only talking about a Machzelis that was made Stam. 
And the reason is, says the Radvaz, because the Gedanfa over there proves that it was made for a Kli. But if we know that you made it behedya l'sichach, you made it specifically for the purpose of sichach, then of course it's kosher and the base kibble doesn't change things. Even though it does have a base kibble, but a base kibble shloi nasa l'kibble, any base kibble which is not made for the purpose of being makabal, things in it is not makabal tumah, and he brings the Mishnah and Kalim Perik Bey's Mishnah Gimel. So you see that the way the Radvaz is learning is that the Gedanfa in our sugya is a simon, it's not a siba. It is a simon, it's a raya that the person made it for the purpose of a kli and not for the purpose of sichach. The Lavush actually argues on this Radvaz in Tafresh Chavtes, and he says that if it has a Gedanfa, you cannot be Mesachach with it. And it's possible that Lavush holds this way because he agrees to the theory that we mentioned earlier from the Birkis Avram, based on most of the Rishonim in the Sugya, that in certain instances, the reason why something is considered a kli is not because that that was the person's intention. Rather, something could be considered a kli be'etzim. And certain materials, if right people use it that way, and it has a gedanfe, it could be that we look at it like a kli, regardless of whether that was the person's intention or not. But the Radvats clearly doesn't subscribe to this idea. He says that it, the person, for sure, if he did it l'sichach, and he knows that he did it l'sichach, the fact that there's a gedanfe is not going to change anything, and our Gemara is only talking about where something was made stomach. Since the Gemara brought down two pshatim, what choytzlis mean, the Gemara tries to prove which one is correct. So the Gemara says that there's a b'risa that says choytzlis shall sham v'shal gemvi v'shal sak v'shal sfira mitame t'meimeis divir rebdoisa v'chacham moimrim af medris. So the Gemara says bishlom l'man diyamar marzuvli. According to the man diyamar who says that choytzlis mean marzuvli, so you put things into them because marzuvli is the sack that the roya carries. So we understand that shall shav shall gemi, even though the way it's woven, it leaves holes in them. Nevertheless, it's chazalikin. So the peiri, you could use it for larger peiris that won't fall out through the nekavim. And shall sak v'shel sfira chazalugulki v'tzoni. These are the type of chutzlis that have smaller holes, and therefore they're roy for smaller items. According to Van Yomer, holds that it means a mat, so it, you can't put anything inside it. So we understand that those types of machzalois, shalsak is made out of nusushal izim, it's made out of goat's hair, and shalsfira is made out of horse hair. They are at least chazu lefarsi v'nafvasa. Their ro'oi, Rashi explains, to serve as parsi means a viloin, a curtain. Keneged ha-pesach, and nafvasa is to use it to sift flour, so they can function as a kli. And we understand why they would be makabal tumah. Now the question is, why do we say that when you spread something as a curtain, it is makabal tumah based on the fact that it's considered a kli? So Toysvis here in Dibur Maschal Chazim sends us to the Gemara in Perikamah the Beitzah that says, Toysvis doesn't tell us what the Gemara says there. What the Gemara does say is that a curtain has a din of a kli because it's the derech for the shamish, for a waiter, to be mechamim kenegda, to use it to warm himself up. So it's like a begit. Now in the Shailz Chuvser Bezriel, in Tchil Geredeya, Simen Reish Mem Dalet, Ois Ches, he asks, why does Toysvis have to bring the Gemara in Beya? that explains this idea that the reason why it has a din to be Tomei is because the Shamash warms himself up using it. We have Beferish Mishnayis in Kalim, one of them which we mentioned earlier, that if you take a Sadin and you spread it as a vilan, you make it into a curtain, so it's Tohar Minam Medris, but it's Tomei Tomei Meis. So you see that when something functions as a curtain, it retains its Tomei Tomei Meis. 
That is a Mishnah in Perkhof, Mishnah Vav in Kalim. And similarly, there's a Mishnah, Perkhof Dalad, Mishnah Yud Gimel, that talks about Shlosh Sadinim. One of those Sadinim is a V line, and we say that it's Tomei Tomei Meis. It's not Tomei Tumas Medrus, but it's Tomei Tomei Meis. So you see Mishnahis that say, Beferish, that a V line has a din of Tumas Tomei Meis. And he answers, that there's a difference between the Mishnayis in Kalim and the Gemara in Mesechah's Beitzah. Because the Mishnayis over there in Kalim are talking about where the thing started off as a sadin, a sheet. And therefore it already got a din to be Mechabal Tumah. Once you make it into a vilain, it loses its din Tmei Medris, but it still retains its din Tumas Meis, as we explained earlier in this year. That hanging something as a viloin may be getting rid of its yichud to be considered a medris hazav because it's no longer meyuchud for the zav. But in order to get rid of its din kabbalas of tmei meis, you would have to do a maisa and change it. Masha'en came the Gemara Maseches Beitzah is talking about where you originally were meyachinet as a viloin, and the only reason why it's mekabel tamadir is because the time the Gemara gives that the shamish is mischamim kenegdei. Without that time, it could not be mekabel tumah. The Gemara continues and it says, El shal sham v'shal gemi l'may chazah. We understand that shal sak v'shal sfira is roi for parsi and nafbasa, but the question is, what about shal sham v'shal gemi? What are they roi for? So the Gemara answers that they're chazu l'niziyasa. What is niziyasa? Rashi says, l'chases ben gigis sh'oise ben sheicher. To cover a gigis, which is a kli in which they make beer. Toisvis in Dibar HaMaschel Chazion asks, from the Mishnah, Mesechus Kalim, that says that when you have ur that's made for chipoy l'kalim, for a kisoy of kalim, then it's not makabal tumah. So Toysvitz argues in Rashi and learns that we're talking about something that's made to be makabal something. It does have a base kibble. However, Rashi doesn't learn that way. Rashi learns that the reason why it's makabal tumah is because it functions as a kisoy for the gigas that you make sheikher in. And the question is very clear. We know that the mission says beferish, that when something is made as a kisui for kalim, it's not makabal tumah. So how do we explain Rashi? The Yad David is mechalik between something that's meant as a kisui for kalim and something that is a kisui for oichlim. And we have to explain his terrets. Why should it make a difference if it's a kisui of kalim or a kisui of oichlim? When you're covering beer, then it's considered a kli, but if it's just the regular kisui keli, then it doesn't have the dintim makabal tumah. So perhaps we could say that the Sephora is as follows. A kisui for kalim is not makabal tumah because it doesn't have a din of a kli unto itself. It's tuffle and bottle to the kli that it's meant to cover. Since its whole tachlis is to service the kli, it can't be called a kli and it's not makabal tumah midin tumas kalim. However, kisui of oichlim, since they're servicing the oichlim, that is called a shem kli because it has a tachlis. It's doing something for the oichl. One of the rayas to this yisoid is that in Meseches Kelim Perek Tezayin, Mishnah Hay, it says the following. It says, Signoyos shall olin tohoyos. What are signoyos shall olin? The Rav says over there that it's made like a small basket woven out of leaves, o mechasin bo peris, and you cover peris with it. Ve'eno elo meleches aray. The reason why it's not Makabal Tumas, says the Rav, is because it's only a Meleches Arai. It's a temporary type of Tashmish. Now the question is, that why does he have to say the reason is because it's Meleches Arai? Say because it's only a Kisui. It's not there to be Makabal the Kalim. 
The Teretz is, this isn't part of the din of Kisui. Kisui Kalim are bottled to the Kalim. This is servicing the food. And if it would be a Malechus Kavan, then it would be Mekabal Tumah. Just like when you have a basket that's made to put the food inside, it's Mekabal Tumah. So too, if you have something that's purpose is to be a Kisui on top of the food, it also would be Mekabal Tumah. So therefore we could say, Bedas Rashi, the same thing over here. Rashi holds that since the purpose of the cover, of the gigas that you put shekhar in, is to service the shekhar, it's to protect the shekhar, so we don't look at it like a kisi kli, it's not tuffle to the kli, it has identity in and of itself, and that's why it's makabal tumma. You have been listening to the Shurim of Shas Illuminated. Shas Illuminated is a non-profit organization dedicated to broadening the learning of those studying the daf worldwide. If you would like to make a donation or to dedicate a daf or masechta, please visit our website at shasilluminated.org or call 203-312-SHAS. You can also email us at shasilluminated at gmail.com.